Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And today we are talking about people that wear black, but they don't go to goth shows. You know, shitty people. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're talking know, about... Shitty people. We're talking about fascists. Yes. We're talking about fascism and authoritative regimes in video games. We're talking about how uh, different games present fascism, present racism, present other kind of uh, far-right and sometimes very far-left political ideology uh, ideologies in their games it's uh it's it's more fun than it sounds like as i'm listening to myself talk and now. you won't realize that you're like oh it's every single video game oh it's every, it's game every single vi- it's every single video yeah game. it's teenage mutant ninja turtles it's it mario is. it's literally every video game <laughs> everywhere you go is fuck authority yeah. and you all grew up loving it and maybe it's a good mm-hmm. thing so let's uh, jump in this is new players joined We're back. We're back. We're, we're, we're back. back. We're we're easing our way into today because uh, you know we've been taking a break from doing video game oriented stuff because yes. the world yeah. is on fire. Is on fire and continuously is on fire. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop being on fire. Yeah, it's uh it's the the great tire fire in Springfield and The Simpsons. It will be there forever. It will never go away. Yeah. Uh, so today we wanted to talk about our favorite video games where we fight. Fascism, and let us take this opportunity to say, "Hey, everybody! Welcome to New Players Joined, a podcast about the video games people love and why they love them." And we do love, we do love fighting some fascism oh, in some video oh, games. Baby, baby, this baby. was uh, Keith. I got to tell you, this is a this is a good idea on your part. Uh, it was the idea of listeners. I think initially, before we decided not to have a video game episode, that people, or some of our listeners, were like, "You should do a fascism episode." Yeah, about games where you guys talk about fascism because it's in a lot of video games. It is in a lot. It's such a clear cut, awful, evil thing that everybody can get behind hating, <laughs> unless you're part of like forty percent of the United States of America. That it's so widely accepted as being a great villain in video games. Which makes me wonder, when you said you liked the things you said you liked, were you lying? Yeah. When you said you liked Indiana Jones, were you really just pissed off the whole movie when he was just killing Nazis and punching them in the face? I think there are a lot of people in this country who are like, I love the Indiana Jones movies. They never really stick the landing, though. They always <laughs> end a little bit. Like Which favorite part of Indiana Jones? Oh, when he gets his book signed by Hitler. What yeah. a great, what a what great, great moment. moment. What a great. You know, can I tell you something? That belongs. That in the belongs museum. in the museum. <laughs> um, no, so we're talking about things. I didn't realize how much I hate fascism. Uh, <laughs> do you ever realize I'm gonna, that? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been pretty aware how much I hate fascism but my whole life. I've never. As a teenager, as somebody who's listening, I would listen to Rage Against the Machine and play Medal of Honor and yeah. play like all of these fucking up fascism yes. without saying the words fascism. Because I think as a 13 year old, when you start using the words socialism and fascism and capitalism, people just start, their eyes can't roll enough. Yeah. They can't. They can't go to the back of their heads yeah. hard if, enough. If you're a 15-year-old and you say fascism to anybody over the age of 30, that person is going to accidentally be looking at their own brain in a second. And it's not against you, the person. Because let's be honest, who should be angry at fascism? Me, a person who makes video or talks about video game shit, or a kid who's forced to go somewhere every day <laughs> and learn things he doesn't want to learn? Like... It makes sense, yeah. but as the adult in us, we just go, you haven't done you anything, haven't you haven't lit, you haven't been pulled over yet, mm-hmm. then you can talk about fat, like, that's yeah. sort of, like, mentality. So, I just want to point out that fascism's always been around us, something that I've always fucking hated, without realizing that I've hated, fucking hated, it. hated the concept of, because if you tell somebody, do you hate Nazis, I'm like, hell Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Nazis. They kill Jews. They killed all these innocent they kill, people. They were black people. racist. Homo- yep. and just like the worst of the worst. But when yeah. somebody's like, do you hate fascism? I'm like, I don't know what that really means. Yeah. Because it's like, are cops fascists? Is ours the army fat? Like, 
understanding that term. So we wanted to talk about our favorite video games today, where you literally should, fight fascism. Should we? Uh, should we maybe give a quick definition of fascism, just Do so it. we have something to work off? Of course. Of? So uh, fascism is a political philosophy, and it's based on regimes that are authoritative, uh, typically dictatorships. They have uh, strong centralized governments that are focused on authority, police states, on religion, uh, almost always Christianity as far as I can tell, at least how it's portrayed in the West. So you're going to see a lot of propaganda, a lot of control of the media, a lot of control of the police, a lot of control of the church, a the, lot of control of the economic status. What they'll do is they'll literally be like, somebody will be like, hey, free health care, and they'll be like, this is a step towards a th like dictatorships and authoritarian, like, that's <laughs> literally how they push yeah. it they're like oh slippery slope turn into russia we're going to become communists blah 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 blah. so yeah. it's not at all what that represents but this but fascism is a far-right form of government if if you ever uh if people ever say communist and fascist in the same sentence you can uh, go ahead and ignore everything they're saying because they're idiots because they're, they're way different literally on the opposite they're literally the exact opposite sides of the spectrum but uh yeah fascism is the far-right movement dedicated to control of media police uh the entire country based on an idea of really gross authoritative they love black clothes <laughs> they wear black helmets <laughs> and for some they reason dress like storm and for some reason think white's the best but they were black for everything else just want to point <laughs> that out um so anything that goes to a fascism game do you fight nazis do you fight um, a regime mm -hmm. of people who are authoritarian, of we control you when you can go outside, yeah. what the laws are, yeah. we control everything about you. The and if you don't listen to us, we smack life. you. Yeah. Yeah. That is just a highly police state, incredibly punitive for anything that, that goes against the will of the leader. That's your fascist authoritative state. And there are many, many, many examples in video games. Do we want to jump in with, with the first ones we've encountered? So you go, you tell me the first one you play, because first one I played is an obvious one and it's very on the nose um i played wolfenstein 3d oh yeah well that tell was, me about that that was the first video game i played and um hardcore i'm a hardcore american yeah i really am america <laughs> i've seen every single propaganda film i've seen all like every single not I, i've seen I've all seen, the rambos i think like yes Rambo, kind of, but I'm talking about like a few good men. Yeah, like I'm talking about them that were just like this country is does what's right yeah. every single time, while kind of hinting that they're super fucking racist. Yeah, at this, like it's it's like proud of the racism or whatever. Um, so the first thing you get reintroduced to as an American are we beat the Nazis' ass. Yeah, we beat the the world was gonna end. We showed up mm -hmm. and we kicked Hitler's ass and yeah. the world thanks us for it. And like that is the concept of America that's, in World War II. That's the that's the white history telling of American history. So <laughs> the very idea of you're a captured soldier mm -hmm. in a Nazi base and you're gonna kill all these Nazis and then at the end you're gonna kill Hitler yeah. and that's how you beat to Get your freedom. You have to kill mechanized Hitler. Yeah, to beat it. That's and, a pretty American premise. And as a six-year-old, it's the <laughs> six, dude. I played this way <laughs> too early. Again, I was playing this Chuck Yeager. Yeah, I was playing like American. You were playing propaganda. I was man. playing propaganda games. Yeah, but Wolfenstein. It's now, not really a propaganda. Wolfenstein, game, Wolfenstein. Now, if you look at it, people are like, oh, it was like anti whatever. If you play now, it's like a very cartoony yeah. over the top anti Nazi game yeah. basically um but that was my first introduction to it um but obviously I've played every I've played like every anti Nazi game mm -hmm. ever yeah I've never played I can't even play the Nazis like as a like as a serious no. thing and we talked about this when I play Fallout 4 I can't play on the side of the Brotherhood right. because I recognize that that is a fascist regime. Yeah. It's, it's it's just like we want to control people. Anybody whose opinion isn't ours should be squashed. They even dress like fucking Nazis. It's insane. So Day D is another game I played. It's on it's on Steam. It is a very fun uh, first-person shooter, and it's kind of sandbox. It's kind of like um, Counter-Strike, mm -hmm. as in terms of it's way easier to die. It's yeah. harder to like play, essentially. 
And this game, so much fun, but I always just felt weird being the Nazis. Yeah. And in Medal of Honor, and I need these games, you have two options. You have the Americans or you have the Nazis. That's and those so are your choices. Weird. But also the concept of like, yeah, we need to get people in here. Like, so not knowing like Giving kids, giving children games that have Nazis in them is hard mm-hmm. because they're going to take away the wrong things from it if they're not being given, like, if they're love not given the, support the history and, lesson behind this shit. Or if uh, I'm, t- if they're not given emotional support mm-hmm. and they're not getting the things that they need, they're going to go for shock humor. Yeah. So it's going to be like, ooh, I'm a Nazi now. Yeah. I'm going to kill, like, American. Like, and it's not the game's fault. It's what that kid's doing doing with the game yeah, it's you know a societal what i mean failure a little bit so it's like me trying to find the balance of because the new call of duty game they in world war ii they completely took out nazi flags like yeah. you don't see a nazi flag anymore and it's me being like yes thank you so kids can't latch on latch on to it, it yeah. but also like to me it's like it's show it because they're Nazis. Yeah. Like, that's it's the whole important that's thing. That's the whole like, point. It is history, and they need to know that this is what that evil thing was. Right. But then if you gamify that evil thing, I'm like, maybe this just isn't the thing to be touching. So, to me, it's just weirder because they'll be like, oh, we won't show a Nazi flag, mm-hmm. but we'll definitely keep this the game level in it where you kill Americans at a fucking airport. Yes. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Of, like, that kind of, like... There's this mismatch in there. Trying to figure out where their balance is. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not quite certain. See, that's I've I've never played any game where it's like you can play a Nazi. I don't I, that would weird me out so much so instantly. I love World War II. Not uh, like I love the the story. You're a history book. The history I love. I love it because it's a very as much as America took this time to get to World War II. It is a very clear-cut, amazing American story. It is maybe the only war we fought in with a clear-cut... Uh, We're the heroes. ...good and bad. Like, so we did the right thing. We did the right and thing. And we didn't do the right thing for the right reasons, but we did the right thing. We did the right thing, and we came out on top. We, like It's like we 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 were this, this hungry, disheveled, shitty-looking guy, and we went... And did the right thing and came back jacked and hot. And it was like the greatest fucking. It's like we're talking about, dude, you got to try vacations. Like it's like kind of that. Oh, man, that one vacation (laughs) 100 years ago. That was the that was the best thing to ever happen to any of us. It was so great. This one dude forced himself on this woman. We took a picture of it. Oh, yeah. That fucking (laughs) sexual assault in Times Square with a sailor and a nurse that we we made a cultural backbone of our society it becomes like propaganda from that standpoint of like oh yes this is representing like we won and we're back and the baby boomer generation but really he's like sexually assaulting yeah that woman that he didn't know um but you don't know any of these things yeah you just watch band of brothers and you're like i respect these men more than anything i will say world war ii is as a result of it being such a clear-cut good versus evil yeah is the most fetishized thing in american 100%. history that exists 100 percent uh and it is interesting to look back on it now and, and be like i've read some books and i don't i i, I i'm not gonna no thanks <laughs> it, it's, and also just like at a time i guess probably as much as it's scary now mm-hmm. there's riots donald trump China, people listening, what do we have to say? Imagine winning World War II. It's over. We beat the Germans and then being like, cool, is Russia going to nuke us? Yeah. And then it's immediately back into it. It's just, oh, we're going to die. Oh, we're going to die. Like falling into that circle. So it's like trying to figure out a balance between like, fuck you for this propaganda and thank you for what you sacrificed. Yeah. Like trying to like, (laughs) can you just tell the truth almost? You know, just tell the truth. If you could just be honest about what's going on here, that could help a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, because it's hilarious when Americans show up to any pub in Great Britain being like, hey, you're welcome, you're welcome, that's, you're welcome, you're welcome, well, and they're like, yeah, thanks, thanks for showing up, super fucking late, That's thanks. a Simpsons <laughs> joke when, when they're in the future, and yeah. Moe's talking to, to Lisa's fiancé, and he's like, we saved your ass in World War II, and he goes, we saved your ass in World War III. <laughs> yeah, it's Which like, that's how it feels. For, for you, what was your first fascism game? I didn't realize it, and I was talking to you about it beforehand. Yeah, I didn't realize that Final Fantasy VII was uh, was was 
a, a game about taking down a fascist regime. And because it wasn't a government, although in the remake, in the Final Fantasy VII remake, Shinra feels much more like a government than it does a multinational corporation. Did you mm-hmm. get that vibe from it? It's, it's uh, to me, they just cut out the middleman. Yeah. Like, governments don't really matter. It's just a corporation. Yeah. Like, a corporation has to say, and they'll control it. And like It's basically like the energy company controls the country. Yeah. That's what it is. And and so, playing Final Fantasy VII, it was, it was a big anti-authoritarian regime game where you have the Shinra Corp, which controls the media, so it controls the narrative. So, it's spreading propaganda constantly about these eco-terrorists. It's using up resources. It's damaging to everybody. The president is just this authoritative figure. It's just, he's going to be president. It's it's a fucking regime. When he dies, his son takes over. Yeah. It is such like a, a monarchy, just evil, evil uh, totalitarian regime. And so to play somebody who's like, we're going to lead the insurgency within to take it down, felt so fascist upon right. reexamination of the fact. It's all just like there's nothing in that game that sh- that the Shinra Corporation can't do. Right. They show up. They're like, we're taking your property. Very fascist. They show up. They're like, we're killing a bunch of people in this area, and then we're covering it up. Extraordinarily fascist. They can show up in other places and just be like, we're in control now. And exactly. They can't do anything about it. Exactly. They just all of their soldiers, all like, even the military parade. They have the president come through, so they got to have a big parade with the military yep. to show off their power. That's the most fascist thing in the world. In 10, it's not fascism, but it's religion. Yes. But it's like this, we don't have control over anything, because sin is like the control. Yes. But the religion's trying to take it over. But in Final Fantasy VIII, it's Galbadia. Galbadia is like the... The fascist, the fascist regime. regime that's yeah. taken over everything. And the, it is, in eight. it is a clear-cut fascism yeah. thing. It's we're taking over Dalit. That's the first mission you do is you try to defend Dalit, because mm-hmm. they're like... Put your satellite up. And they're like, no, you're going to use it for wrong reasons. Like, cool, we'll kill you. Put your satellite up. And as yeah. soon as they put the satellite up, Galbadia bailed. Mm-hmm. They're like, that's all we wanted. It was like, you killed all of us. Just put just up for the, that. Just for the satellites. Like, yep. that's the most, that's like fascism of just like, give me this thing. No, we'll kill all of you then. Yeah. Okay, now give me the thing. That's all I wanted. It's like, yeah. Yeah, nobody can stop us. We have control. We have power. Goodbye. So I talk about, I haven't talked about this game. Uh, it's a strategy game. Um, and you are the fascist. This is Tropico. Uh, oh. Have you ever played Tropico? No. Tropico is a game where you play like a Cuban dictator, mm-hmm. South American dictator, and you're given just like a giant island, and essentially you have to make your dictatorship good. Now, now here's where I want to draw the distinction again, okay. because Cuba as a dictatorship, and uh, under Fidel Castro it, has, it was forever, is a communist dictatorship. Right. And this is where people get confused with authoritarian and totalitarian governments, uh, where Mussolini and Hitler were fascist, Fidel Castro is communist. And again, the difference, uh, more secular, um, it is attempting in theory to be a redistribution of wealth, uh, but there is still uh, a kind of infallible authority figure at the top Less of an emphasis on a police state, but more of an emphasis on deep, deep corruption and stealing from the people. And it's it's a discussion that's hard to talk about because when your right-wing uncle or whatever, they bring up Fidel Castro as a representation of don't go left, yeah. don't go left. Like when we start talking about free health care, they start thinking about Fidel Castro and mm-hmm. they start thinking like this is the end. And it's like, no quit thinking about that person <laughs> it's such, every single it's such time a, we talk about it. It's such an interesting thing to compare the two. The The arguments were always, uh, Cuba's a, an authoritarian state, and people would go, yeah, but they give their people health care. And then you would go, uh, you know, Italy in the 1930s and 40s was a, uh, was a fascist state, an authoritarian state, and everybody went, yeah, the trains ran on time. So everybody has these weird, far, extreme, like, yeah, yeah but this but this horrible, horrible thing I mean, led to this okay thing. New York does it all the fucking time. Yeah. They do it today. They're all the white people in New York, it's just like, hey, they did this shit thing in Harlem. Like, yeah, but the C train's running. It's like, that's... <laughs> That's Literally, how they that's live. what that's how New York is. But Tropico um, is a game where you have to better the lives of people on the island, oh. or they'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like the most like this is a dictatorship, 
and trying to figure out the way to run your dictatorship. Yeah. And my way, I was just like, oh, I just want people to like me, and I'll just do my best. Like, because you can, you can become a military dictatorship yeah. sort of person, or you can be someone who's just like, oh, you have no resources. I'll give you a college. I'll give you this. I'll give right. you that. And I'll this is where arena. we go left or right, right on the political spectrum. And again, I'm coming at this not from like this isn't an opinion thing. This is how we map political ideology on the spectrum of political theory where fascism is the, is the extreme right and communism is the extreme left. And the difference between those two in this game, if I go military, I go fascist. If I go social services, I go communist. It's capitalism and democracy can't be um, intertwined. They can't be haggled. They can't mm-hmm. be bettered. They can't be tagged. They can't... There's... Even if somebody's like, hey, we got this great idea. It's basically capitalism, but this one thing's different... No fucking way. Like, there's not ever, <laughs> no, like, if somebody, it's like, if anybody at all has something just a little bit different than America, mm-hmm. it scares the shit out of them because they're in control. It's their, like, it's like they're at the DJ show, mm-hmm. they're blasting music, they're showing this, they're showing that, and there's some other guy who's, like, basically the same show, but he has, like, fire with him yeah and they were like hey you can do fire and they're like no fire's for communists no fucking get out of here fucking get out of here that's stupid because you know what's gonna happen then everyone's gonna have fire and then where are we we are not the influencers anymore now somebody else influence like that was the whole point of vietnam the lie of vietnam of just like they'll go communists we're fucked basically the domino theory was a bunch of horseshit so this game is a lot of fun if you're like into sim city if you're into uh any simulation like that um because you actually can get in a car, you go yeah. drive around. If you go around, it like motivates people because you're like around helping yeah, you're open with things. People. And, like if you're a good person and if you're not a good person, you get in your car, people can snipe you and ah. stuff like that. So if you're like too authoritative, you have to like create tons of police forces and armies yep. which are losing money. If you have too many of them, like because if you just end up being just a horrible, horrible person, mm. your country goes to shit. You'll eventually die. Yeah. Even if you're like holding on. This is the Libyan thing. This is yeah. Muammar Gaddafi. This is the Philippines. <laughs> yeah. This is this, this is, is a lot, just like this, this is, is a lot of failed. This states. is America. This is China. This is the moment it gets bad yeah. is when it's scary for them. Yeah. So they have to make sure people are happy. Most people are happy. And if a smaller percentage of people aren't happy and they get murdered. Who gives a shit? You're still yeah. in power. Yeah. So Tropico is just like an interesting concept. An interesting look at authoritative regimes. Fascism and your control of the fascism. That's interesting. I like that a lot. Um, I'm going to go with something a little more recent. We've done an episode on this game. And uh, it's never stated outright in any of these games that this is fascist or that this is uh, a totalitarian regime. But... It's filled with propaganda. It's filled. It's filled with racism. Uh, it's filled with just tons of. Uh, I don't want to say like it's not controlling, but it's heavily implied. Like if you are different, you have no place here. Right. And it's Bioshock Infinite. Right. One of the first things you do in Bioshock Infinite is you're at a fair and it's like, oh, it's all happy and it's all nice. It feels weird because it is distinctly white. If you're white and you play this game, you're like, something's off. If you're not white and you play this game, you're like, yeah, this is the scariest fucking game I've yeah, ever played you're in like, my life. I know exactly this is, what this I, is. This is I'm, so a black guy's going to get hurt somewhere, right? Yep. Is that what's going to happen? This, yeah, this is terrifying. scares the shit out of me. Uh, and one of the first things that happens at the fair is they're like, all right, you drew the number, so you get to throw the baseball at this interracial couple if you so choose. Right. And... Uh, if you know, if you're a and, human being, you selected instead to throw it at the cop. Oh yeah! If, if you're if you're not aware, this game is you just you just kill cops. Yes, that's all this game and then is. If you're like, oh, that's fascist. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's why they call the cops fascists. It's mm-hmm. like this. Oh. Oh, they're using their authority to abuse it yeah. and hurt to, us. Not just they're they're not just using physical violence uh, to squash people they don't agree with. They're trying to get rid of movements and ideolo- ideologies that clash with that of the state. Yeah, and that is the mo- That is such a big part of Bioshock Infinite. This idea that the state once again has control, and you're like, no, I'm an agitator from the outside, and. I see the bullshit here. What these games do that is so fun 
is they take the powerlessness that you feel in a fascist authoritative regime and they go, but also you have superpowers. Right. Which is the dream. The dream is just to show up like, oh, my my crows skill, I got that all the way up because mm-hmm. nothing made me feel better than watching crows eat these police these racist police officers yeah. alive. That was like my favorite thing in yeah. the world. Well, you know, one of the first X-Men movies the flashback to Magneto when he's, when oh. he's being taken away from his parents in the in the Jewish concentration camps and he realizes his power. Right. That's you were just like, oh fuck yes, fuck yes. And when he kills the Nazi officers yep. later on, I was just like, this is this is the thing that we all dream about when we feel this powerless. Is just like if I was in control, if I could change things, I would make these bullies feel how they've made everyone else feel. This man who's hell bent on destroying humans, and I'm rooting for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what these games do. Bioshock Infinite is like, look at this terrible racist regime. Look at this government. Look at this city. And then, oh, if you want to crush it real quick, this would be your chance to crush it real quick. Yeah. Love that game. I know that a lot of people are like, feel like the ending is kind of a cop out or feel like the shooting mechanics aren't what they should be. And that's that second one I think is especially valid. But as an entire game, I think the story and I think the messages it, it portrays are wonderful. And I get behind it 100%. Um, so obviously I already talked about Nazis and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but literally all these games are just basically going to be you fight Nazis. Yeah, uh, that's fine. You fight Nazis or you fight America past two thousand five. Those are your choices. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so Metro twenty thirty three uh, is a, a Russian game where you fight fascists underground, basically. Okay, and it's like a World War two slash futuristic game. I've only played probably like three or four hours of this game. Mm-hmm. Because um, I got right before the game really like expands and it has nothing against uh, Metro twenty thirty three. It's me being like I've played Call of Duty. I've played, I've played. I think almost every Call of Duty game except World War Two. And guess what's free on PlayStation right now? Is it World War Two? It's World War Two. There you go. I've played every single Call of Duty game. I think I've played like almost every single. Russian or uh, World War II sniper game. Yeah. There's Sniper Elite, which is yep. a game where you literally you kill Hitler. You can shoot him in the balls. Nice. And they uh, when you shoot people in their intestines or anything like that, their major organs, they zoom in on it so you can see exactly <laughs> where your bullet went through Hitler. Really, and really like, fetishizing that violence. And again, I'm trying to figure out when it's like trying to not <laughs> like I see this do you see how like i'm so happy to be killing nazis and how evil they are and fuck this it's the and tarantino like, thing this is like grotesque like it was the coolest thing about inglorious bastards wasn't oh, yeah. that wasn't that he just kills hitler it's that he shows you a crowd an audience of people watching a movie celebrating violence and you hate them and then he kills hitler in a grotesque fashion, and you realize you're doing the same thing, and you're like, oh, fuck. At my worst, I could succumb to this. And again, a thing that I've mentioned on the show before, the one of the great fallacies of the Nazi movement in Germany is that this is like a one-time thing, and these people are evil masterminds, but it's like, no, this is a complacency thing, and people can fall into this without realizing it, and that's what makes fascism and Nazism so fucking dangerous. That's what makes a lot of us uh, make us speak out. Why yeah. a lot of us need to be saying something about Black Lives Matters, about the cops, about things that are going on, yeah. because that's complacency of just like, well, it's not happening to me. Yeah, I don't see color because it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect my life and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, but this kind of stuff where it's like, it draws the line in, that sniper, in the sniper games when you're just like, I'm glad I'm doing the right thing. Am I maybe doing the right thing for the wrong reasons at this moment? <laughs> because I've played Killzone. I've played all the like, are they dressed in black? Do I get a gun? I've played it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've played that Do they game. dress in black? Do uh, they get a gun? Uh, I've seen all of your Mighty Ducks 2 Far- films. Far Cry. Far Cry is a game I was against say, fascism. Far like, Cry 4 is a game where it's not, and you know, we think fascism, we think the West, but authoritative regimes exist all over the world. And 
they don't get as much press in America, but they even make fun of that in Far Cry 4. Like, we've been going through a civil war for years, and the American media doesn't give a shit. But it's not most. It's not what the game's about. Mm-hmm. But um, the Last of Us. I was yeah. Uh, it was on my list. When world the world breaks down and lawlessness ensues, they become authoritative. They become dictatorships. They, they become, become might is right. Uh, Half Life is a fascist game yeah. against fascism. Uh, these games where life is so bad for people, the quality of life is so bad. We take advantage of it because what they do is they can say, look at all these people stealing food. Yeah. They're thieves. They're horrible. And not, hey, we have a shit ton of hungry people we mm-hmm. need to feed and we refuse to do so. Like, that is the whole right. point of fascism. Is that separation between have and have nots and let's keep them down here and be in charge. And Last of Us does this great because when the government breaks down and there's nobody to take advantage the people in control are the people with the weapons and the armor. The military comes in, and one of the first things they show you in that game is the military very willingly hunting down people who they think are infected to kill them, not their problems. The military hoarding ration cards because, hey, we have food. It's not our problem. The Last of Us does a great job not just showcasing fascism, but also political uh, realism. The idea that those in power will do what they can and those without will suffer what they must. And in a world where there's zombies, there's clickers, everything's fucking insane, and these people rather live outside the walls Mm -hmm. than deal with fascism. Exactly. That's how bad fascism is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's an incredible (laughs) illustration of how things just go off the rail with unchecked power and police states. Which is so weird because all the modern warfare games, all the Call of Duty games, you're always fighting fascism, Mm -hmm. but I'm literally like, who who the fuck are you then? Yeah. Like, what, what are we doing in this other country? Yeah. What are we doing dressed up as these soldiers blowing shit up in these buildings and stuff? Like, trying to be... It's the Team America thing. Mm-hmm. Team, go back. Please watch Team America if you haven't seen Team America. Whatever you feel about South Park, whatever. It's they captured that patriotic stupidity so yeah. well. Of the first thing they do is they go to France and they're like, "Oh, here terrorists are gonna blow up the Louvre," and they're yeah. like, "We can't let that happen." And they destroy fucking everything because they killed all the terrorists and they blow up the Louvre and they're like we did it we saved the day and they just set everything on fire the collateral damage never comes to mind I'm just like oh man we stopped these terrorists from killing all these innocent people I'm like fuck just like how how, why did that thing happen did you think about that (laughs) how how many countries has the American military invaded to be like hey we need to stop this dictator or stop this government or stop whatever it is. We need to liberate these people, and then they bomb and murder innocent people. Or they're putting in their guy, yeah. which is the whole point of civilizations, the whole point of being on top. There's there's a lot of ways in which uh, a lot of aspects of fascism um, that come into play in regimes in different forms, but racism and scapegoating of any ethnic group becomes a large part of fascism in most regimes and racism in video games is portrayed many many ways but i gotta say that the ballsiest funniest best representation i've seen has been south park's the fractured butthole yeah where the difficulty setting very easy is pale white and very hard is like dark-skinned black is black people you choose so, the you choose the skin tone of your character and the darker the skin tone the more difficult the game like the is. mexican it's like a little hard and it's like yeah black is extremely hard it, it's like it was such a fucking perfect demonstration of privilege and like and how the world will treat race i had to shout this out i think it's one of the funniest things i remember when it came out people were being like this is kind of racist. And I was like, no, to, you missed it. You're uncomfortable to yeah. talk about it. To me, I laughed so hard. It was so, fucking, so fucking funny. It was so accurate. 
smartest smartest bit of social commentary and they threw it away at the beginning like uh, here's just a little fun thing for you it was an amazing addition i haven't watched south park seriously since i was like 16 yeah and uh, i haven't seen any of the past seasons but for a show of two white dudes and again maybe not a lot of their stuff holds still the episodes where they talk about being black nobody wants to talk about when all the black people move to their town yeah and the undertone of they're racist, but they don't get that they're racist. Yeah. Of just like, we hate all these rich people. And it was yep. like, what? You can't say we hate them and all that sort of mentality of just like, oh, they're aware of this. Mm-hmm. Like, they push it to white people's faces of just like, yeah, you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Colorado. They're in fucking Colorado and they're like, uh, we got to address this horse shit. <laughs> We've been a white nationalist mainstay. We got to talk, we gotta, we gotta talk about this We got to talk about this. But for me, all the fascism games... It's really funny because they just go back and forth between what's fascism and what's not fascism and blame like it's in these games you either fight America, Germany or Russia. That's it. That's it. And it's hilarious because everyone can just change the viewpoint, the perspective. And you know what's hilarious about it? What? None of them are wrong. <laughs> Like there are fascist aspects of all these states aspects to everything that they're doing. Yeah. It's like you go kill police because they're being fascist because they're going to kill you regardless. Like that's a lot of these Metal Gear Solid. You go to America and there's like a secret force of Americans and they're fighting you and they're going to take over and all this sort of shit. I wanted to list uh, one of the Metal Gear games as uh, as one of my games in this. Yeah. But I couldn't wrap my head around the second game to like I, Sons of Liberty. Yeah, where I was, yeah, like, I was like, what I don't... is the plot here? It's the plot I can pick up. This is before it takes too many turns. Is that America's really run by like eight people, and they're yeah. called like the Patriots, and mm-hmm. they really control everything. And the president is a ruse, and like all this shit. And they're trying to get Metal Gear and to overthrow the country. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and it's like I believe that. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. But Hideo. Relax, relax. Bro. <laughs> let's let's. Uh, Hideo Kojima games are hilarious because it's like stealth action, stealth action. Fourteen hours later, here's eight hours of plot. <laughs> Get back to your stealth. Wait, hold. Wait, I needed stop, you to. Just, I needed you to space that. I needed. Oh, um. I what? I'm gonna bring up a game, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, I, I I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about this one because I know that you haven't finished it. Yeah. But this also isn't the, like the full end point of the game, so I feel okay talking about it. Yep. Persona Five is about fascism. Yes. Persona Five is a game about taking down a system full of corruption and full of propaganda and full of uh, police state control in many many ways, and I won't get too into it, but it is. You know, one of the one of the things about uh, regimes that are fascist, authoritative, totalitarianistic, uh, is that they find new ways to weaponize aspects of life. Right. Um, the internet can be weaponized and used as a propaganda machine. Yeah. You know, we've seen the the creation of bots uh, coming out of Vladimir Putin's regime in Russia, and that's a new kind of warfare. And so Persona 5 is a game that goes, well, you're fighting in people's cognition. That can also be a form of, of warfare on both sides. Well, person charged that cognition is definitely authoritative over mm-hmm. every single being exactly. in their brain. Yeah. There's even, there's even a sentence early in the game where a politician says, fine, call the police. They're my bitches. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's the whole point. You own the law in the country you own law enforcement you control them so there is no threat to you one of the things of uh, an authoritative government is the two sets of laws there is the law for the rest of us and the law for the leaders and we see it today where it's just like how many public officials have you seen get away with rape get away with assaults get away with uh, tax fraud get away with insider trading and just no penalties for them but for the rest of us jail time so yeah, how many how many of you know people have been audited or mm-hmm. fucked with or mm-hmm. taxes have fucked with them? Just think about that. And Trump hasn't shown anybody shit. Yeah, I was hasn't shown anybody anything. I think it was two years ago. I was below the poverty line and I was audited. 
It's beyond it's, fucked Isn't up. that insane? What a, what a waste of fucking... Re- like, yeah. even if you're like, we're trying to look for money, you're look, you're wasting your time yeah. and resources. It's not actually looking for money. It's just looking for a way to punish people and keep them in check. So it's <laughs> it's scare tactics. It's, it's it's all a bunch of bullshit. Now, the other one that I'm playing is uh, it's about both worlds, but Disco Elysium, where yeah. you're talking about socialism, and then you were also talking about fascism. And not socialism, like ultra not even communism tell me tell me what kind of stuff it's got going on figuring out obviously people who are going to take advantage of both systems yeah so yeah you know a dictator can exist in a communist regime and a fascist regime no problem so people who let's say are in charge of unions Mm -hmm. and it's both are authoritative they Both can be, yes. are. I'm in charge of you. I give you health care. I'm fighting for the unions because Keith in this is game, doing air quotes. What <laughs> Keith is doing? Uh, sorry, air quotes. Yeah, thank you. Uh, because the first union director you meet, because you're around cops, you're the cop, right? Yeah. You're you're the fucking detective. Mm-hmm. You're the fascism one. But you also get to choose who you are. I'm like a fucking progressive socialist in my game, so I'm like for the people, yeah, fuck the corporations and fuck the man and all that sort of stuff. But also when you meet the union person who's in charge of all the people, he's the most miserable, horrible fucking piece of shit in the fucking game. Yeah. So you're stuck in this place of the people don't win. It's the authoritative branches that are winning. Exactly. And you're just stuck in the middle, basically. So trying to like figure out who you are, you're technically fascism, but you're the one trying to figure out what's wrong. It's like everyone's bosses suck. Yes. Everyone's bosses. If you have a good boss, Jesus Christ, congratulations. Like most people's bosses are fucking terrible. Yeah. What we find throughout the real world and then in the art that represents it is that people with power seek to keep that power at the cost of anything else imaginable. Right. It is The only important thing is control. Right. And so in these games, you see leaders on both sides. You see governmental leaders. You see union leaders. You see anybody in a position of power in a religion, in a police department, anything. It's all just, I keep mine. And nothing's probably more disgusting and disturbing or should freak you out more than a police union. Yeah. <laughs> it should scare the shit out of you. A fascist, authoritarian, but pretending they're socialist platform. Yeah. Pretending we care. It It's like a small government in and of itself. Yeah. Because, you know, the way a fascist regime, regime exerts its power is through the, whip, uh, the military and a weaponized police state. And if you're a police union you get to show that power because you are already the weaponized police state. Right. So you don't need that other branch. That branch is you. So a police union can be like, we're a union, while at the same time being like, we're a physical threat to your well-being. I miss the the 50s and the 60s when cops and factory workers used to just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was yeah. like, it's as if all of us could just stay home and been like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Like There is something, you were showing me a video yesterday in France where a bunch of cops bum-rushed a bunch of firefighters? Yeah, the firefighters weren't supposed to be in a certain area, so the cops rushed them, and all the firefighters started rushing them, and then yeah. they eventually just stopped. Yeah. Because the firefighters don't have weapons. Yeah. They're fighting against cops. All they can do is push forward and throw mm-hmm. punches. At, like, France is correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they whenever are. it comes to anything, are they angry? There's a justification for it. It's, it seems like uh, firefighters are the only people... Who are uh, who? Who for whom it is acceptable to punch a cop back when they are getting attacked? Oh, one hundred percent. And I gotta say, that is nice. You are <laughs> is real. I, nice. I might be wrong, but from what I've seen, if you're a firefighter and you get back onto your fighting fighter property, cops mm-hmm. can't arrest you. Interesting. So if you like speed, flip them off, do something illegal, <laughs> and go right to your fucking fire your house with your buddies, they can't do shit. I mean, I'm I'm sure that if that's true, that's a de facto thing, not a de jure thing. But uh, I also want to point out that there was a cop just yesterday in Providence who uh, at a rally, who at a protest gave a speech about how he was dry. He was like outside of his firehouse. Yeah. And two cops came up to him and like put him at gunpoint. They're like, "Who the fuck are you? What the fuck's your deal?" And he was like, "I'm one of you. I'm I'm poli- I'm fire department." They tried to arrest him and they harassed him. So like. 
I guess what I'm getting at is uh, they're horrible. They're horrible, horrible. Just and if you're like, awful. why? It's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Let's ask why. Let's ask why. Let's a, keep asking let's ask why. why. Let's black, keep asking why. A black firefighter mm. in Providence. Mm. Got harassed mm-hmm. uh, by the Providence Police Department. Mm-hmm. Providence, by the way, is mm-hmm. notoriously corrupt. And, really? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, you know, you're it's telling a, me it's Massachusetts, Rhode, it's Rhode Island, Island. <laughs> New York City. You're telling me these places, yeah, <laughs> Chicago, are all corrupt. And also, you know, uh, all of your police stations throughout the country have been infiltrated by the Ku Klux Klan for decades. Well, it. How much of it? Again, like we got to talk about like authoritarian. I don't, I, I'm not touchy. I'm not trying to, obviously. I'm what do supportive. You got? Talking about cities like Baltimore and Chicago, mm-hmm. cities that are quote-unquote liberal, but I don't. But are segregated by redlining but, and forced yeah, a bunch but of like black are people Yeah, but clearly just everyone's corrupt. Yeah. I think the last mayor of Baltimore just went to jail, like is going to go to jail. I don't like, know. Every single new Baltimore person Somebody's getting in trouble, and if somebody's from who lived in Chicago, and people live in Chicago, you're aware the place is basically run by the fucking mob. Yeah. Like, for the mayors and everybody to get the shit going. So it's like a very, these very corrupt oh, yeah. places, even though they say they're progressive, yeah, they're no. doing this. They're we liberal strong. We want to help our inner cities. Yeah. How do we figure it out? I, this is something we should talk about. What? Uh, just in terms of American politics, because the idea is that. Uh, the Republican Party is racist, and, uh, and the Democrats are liberal, and liberal racism is... Very real. Very real. And, very and real. insidious and damaging, and sometimes more damaging. It's, to, it's like, if I might be wrong about this, but it's like the vibe of I have a black friend. Yeah. Like, I voted for Obama. I can say horrible shit. It's like, yeah. god damn, like... Why? <laughs> it's that the the line from Get Out that just drives it the fuck home is uh is when the white father just apropos of nothing goes, I would have voted for Obama again. And it's just, <laughs> like, just like, yeah, like out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere, just uh, says it's like, like that's exactly thanks, it. Thanks, man. <laughs> somebody somebody had a meme posted of it where uh where it's that scene and he goes, I would have posted two black squares if I could have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's everywhere. There's some of my favorite representations of uh, of racism in video games have come from the Elder Scrolls series, which, you know, I, I love games like Oblivion and Skyrim. Um, I'll shit on them for being repetitive, but I play them all the time and I enjoy playing them. And they started doing the, the you know, the idea of you pick your race. And even in a game, even in a fantasy world where it's like you can be a lizard you can be a cat you can be whatever there's always one race where it's just your skin is darker and one of the things they say in the description is people are going to be mean to you yeah people are not going to like you because you look the the elder scroll games just go just so you're aware racism is everywhere no matter what you're doing yeah i was an orc in game or in uh, skyrim Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i'm black yep they don't say it. Yep. But you're black. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Uh, the Khajiit are just like, they're, I don't know if they're like Eastern European nomadic or. That's what they're supposed there's, to be. There, that. There's, there's a little bit of Middle Eastern in there as well. But there's they, a, yeah. But it, it is the groups of yeah. traders and yep. people who go around who they're ostracized. Yep. And the like, Red Guard is is I think Middle Eastern. There's there's Native Americans in there as well. They right. they do all of the races that they can think of in Elder Scroll games. And then there's just like the Imperials, the the fucking white dudes with blonde locks that have all the land and power. Yeah. And it's it's just like it, they just say it. And I, I appreciate that they just say it. It's interesting. I wish that games like that would actually make the difference of, like, how you're treated in-game. Interesting. Because to play Skyrim, you can pick any any race, and the game will follow the same path. You might have people say snide things to you, but nobody's going to be like, I don't want to talk to this guy. You're not going to go to the head of the Mages Guild... And you're like, this guy's the ruler. And they're going to be like, no, he's not. Uh, there's one, um, there's an orc camp where you can go yes. get um, ebony. You can go uh, You can go mine for ebony yes. ore. And so you can make uh, ebony weapons. So when you go and 
you're not an orc. They're like, hey, if you want to get in, you have to go you have to do prove. this mission. You have to go get me these gauntlets, and you bring yeah. them back. You give them to me, and then we'll let you in, and maybe we'll be nice to you. Yeah. If you're an orc, they're like, come on in. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> just like, it's like, like, we trust you. like, come on in, but I might be, d- we don't care. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only time it comes into play in that game, and I love that, that they, that they included it. I want that for everybody. There's a game um, I played. Which is hilarious because uh, what the game's called is uh, democracy. Okay. Um, a little bit on the nose. Everybody knows what good. democracy is. Democracy is basically, it is a simulation game. It is the most in-depth government game you can play. And basically, it's an interface where you are in charge of just figuring out what laws and your budget and everything yeah. like that. Um, and it's really, really hard. Yeah. It's very, 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 very difficult um, because... You, it puts out every percentage of every kind of person, the corporate, like people, yeah. the socialist people, the communist people, the an- the anarchist people, like trying not to upset a certain demographic. Demographic, and the game really makes you lean into authoritative choices. Really, of everyone needs to be watched at all times. We need more police officers. We need like this, that, like to make sure you don't get killed. Yeah, and you can like get these elections and things like that. Like it's a very interesting concept because you're playing a game called Democracy. You are a president, mm-hmm. but you are making authoritative choices. Is there any option in that game to step down? I don't know. Because that's the thing that always gets me about these games. It's just like, you have to stay in power. You're t- the point of the game is stay in power. And it's like, right. But that's not the point of a government. And... Because the, the game things, would just end. Yeah. The game would just be open. But I guess that's redundant to a video game. Yeah. And like that's the interesting thing that nobody shows in life is these politicians can just return to the public sector and have a normal life. <laughs> Sorry. What? I just realized, like, you were playing Fable or something. You're yeah. like, I'm not the guy. Yeah. Does <laughs> he turn it off? <laughs> yeah. You can just be like, decided not to. And they're like, oh, I guess he's not the one. <laughs> There's, that is the the video game mentality, and it shows, I think, how these authoritative leaders feel, where it's like, I'm the person. And it's like, you are not. Well, it shows, uh, we talked about this, um, how, like, an imagination of just, like, if you just say this thing is scary, yeah, it freaks people the fuck out. Right. If you just say, like, Fidel Castro is the exact same thing as Stalin... People, people lose their minds. Freak the fuck. They're like, you mean the guy that shot all those Russians when they tried to retreat? Yeah. So like, yeah, it's the same fucking thing. Because you can call anything, anything you want, even though it doesn't do those things. Right. You can call democracy, democracy. We all get to vote, quote unquote. We yeah. all get to do these things. But we're currently in an oligarchy. But cops beat you up for no reason? Yeah. And there's no repercussions for that? Doesn't feel like it's a democracy anymore. Yeah. Doesn't feel like we, the people, chose this because that's yeah. what a democracy is. So that's what is becomes upsetting. Terminology, language, all of these things are super fucking important. Yeah, to push messages, to push ideas, things are important because if you just keep pushing, socialism is bad. Socialism is bad. Socialism is bad. It just seems weird if, that all the Scandinavian countries are democratic socialists but, that. If, are doing great. If you say it on CNN a billion fucking yeah. times, even if you don't know what that means, you're going to repeat it like a goddamn parrot. Yeah. And not understanding like, oh, that means healthcare. Oh, that means this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it means that. It doesn't mean we're going to be a socialist country. Right. It means we'll have socialist things. We'll have safety nets. We'll and have this. Go ahead. Speaks to one of the most dangerous aspects of a fascist regime is that they control the media. Yeah. And so when you see Donald Trump telling people don't come into the press room, oh except this person from this new there's I forget the name of the O A N N. What is it? O A N N. O A N N. And they're all they are is extreme right-wing radicalized fake news if, horseshit. If your parents watch that they're gone. They're so like gone. they're go- they're gone. Gone. They're, like, they're, they're like, gone gone mentally. Like yeah. That they watched Fox and Friends and went not racist enough. Yeah. Like, they, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. And Trump consistently invites this one reporter in every single time, even though they're still doing, like, social distancing. So we take uh, every third day we come in, and they're like, no, he invites her in every day specifically. I assume he has money in OANN or something he like that. He probably does. Um, 
But control of the media is a fascist must, is an authoritarian must. And so when you start seeing things in media and you're like, like I was talking to my parents today, I called them up and I was like, have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? And they just had no, no idea, idea what yeah. I was talking about. And I was like, right, because you're watching CNN. And so when media is controlled, that's, you know, media is the fourth estate, man. It is the, the fourth branch of the government. It is important to hold everybody accountable. And when it can no longer do that, it's a very good sign that you're no longer in a democracy. Is it sad that I'm like, watch PBS? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> it is. Like, that's because we can't teach your mom how to take in news now. Yeah. We can't, right? How do yeah. you talk to her to be like, go on Twitter, go on Reddit, read yeah. stuff, and then create your own opinion as to what happened. Yeah. But, like, that concept is very... It's gone. Far and far gone yeah, for yeah. people like your mom or my parents. Yeah, the, parents. the whole idea is that it's easy to, to reach people of an older generation by just, hey, turn on your TV. Don't change the channel. We'll be doing this for 24 hours. Ugh. I want a person who clearly has sexually assaulted a lot of interns. Tell me what happened today. Like, well, that's in that what case, good news. You've got your choice of a lot of different of news every outlets. Single newscaster. You, could, you could go anywhere with, with that. Who do I like? Who I, I think now, I think in my, like, I think because it's just been so long and how much he just was like towards the end of how like, what? What snarky he was. was Shepard Smith was like him leaving Fox was like the funniest, Very funny. the funniest and the best and clearly like just didn't care anymore yeah. at all. Yeah. Like about anything. It's insane. Oh, by the way, this isn't this doesn't have anything to do with anything, but it's something I got to bring up. What? Lindsey Graham dyeing his hair to look more like Donald Trump was the funniest. No, thing in the world. did he do that? Yeah, he did that. Oh my <laughs> god! If you guys want to have fun, go on Twitter and look up Lady G. Uh, yeah, have fun with that. If, if you don't know what that is, oh, I mean, it's what we've all known for decades. Um, but I don't. I don't. I'll, I, I can't look at any of these first-person shooter games anymore and tell you the fucking difference. When yeah. I'm honest, it's, it's some dude. Unless it's World War Two, World War Two. It's very clear. These are the good guys. Yeah. These got put some respect on these names. Like that. It's very yeah. clear cut. But if you show me a Call of Duty game, if you show me an Arma game, if you show me a whatever. But uh, whatever game or it's military, it's like here's a guy in all black killing someone. Yeah. Um, so there's always a fascist vibe to it. Yeah. We and like, you know, if you're a game, a game series like Deus Ex is more up my alley, where it's just like you're taking down a fascist regime, a, a totalitarian, a totalitarian regime. Yeah. Uh, those games are more interesting to me. Same. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, you know, fascism, authoritative states are everywhere in video games, are everywhere in popular country and popular culture. V for Vendetta is trending right now on uh, on Netflix, which I very much love. Yeah, that that movie will always be near and dear to my heart. Um, it's a very good movie until you start thinking about it, and then you're like, it's got some funny moments. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not perfect. It's definitely it's not a perfect. flawed movie. It's definitely flawed. But the the message of it, it you know, it, it rings true today in ways that are upsetting. Yeah. So somebody pointed out that the disease uh, that killed a bunch of people that led to that dictatorship in V for Vendetta has killed fewer people than coronavirus in America, uh, which is upsetting as fuck. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, um, yeah so obviously all the other games... Like strategy games, Command and Conquer, yeah, Red Alert, all those games, all those fighting games. fascism. But that's it. That's fascism and authoritative regimes in video games. Uh, there's a lot of good ones out there, and I encourage anyone, um, you know, to go back and look at the games you've played and and ask yourself how you felt about authority in your gaming life, even if you didn't realize that what you were seeing was uh, was a fascist regime of any kind. And it should just make you feel better Yeah, that every single person on Call of Duty who hates you for marching, there should be the signifier of they're the dumbest, <laughs> stupidest <laughs> people yeah. on the... Like, you were literally playing games where you just fight fascism. I think, I think it was France, and there was footage of... Uh, 
a group of police in riot gear were walking by a protest, mm-hmm. and this dude whipped out a trumpet and he started playing the Imperial March from yeah. Star Wars. One hundred percent. And it's like that's it. Evil Empire, you're dressed the same way, you're doing the same stuff. If you liked Star Wars, if you watched the Star Wars movies and thought, I liked Han Solo, Leia, and Luke, if you have watched any popular uh, culture, if you have watched any popular media from the last 50 years, it has been anti-fascist. I will even say that the Sith are anti-fascist. I will even go that far. Yeah. Because no matter what... Any Sith is like, I'm going to kill my boss. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At their, no matter, like, at the very end, no matter what, they're like, fuck this person telling me what to do. That might be the most fascist thing ever. What? Or actually, that's maybe, that's the most Soviet thing ever. Of I'm going to kill my boss? I'm going to seize power from the person ahead of me. I was taking it as, like, I'm sick of this person telling me what to do. That's fair. (laughs) Like, I think that's like. You're the most evil person in the universe, and even, you're like, I'm sick of this dude telling me what to do. Yeah, even Kylo Ren in, in the new movies has a moment of just being like, fuck this shit. Yeah, I think the only Sith that doesn't have a turnaround is Darth Maul, but I'm certain as he was flying down in half-body being like, probably should have been nicer. Choice. Probably made the been wrong nicer. choice here. <laughs> Didn't do the right thing. Uh, but guys, be safe. Stay safe. Uh, if you're marching, remember... Put on that sunscreen. It's Put on that summer mask now. Too. You haven't been outside for a while, so just a reminder to do yeah. those things. Um, uh, be safe because COVID's still a thing, and uh, yeah, and just just stay active, stay stay up on everything, stay angry, stay with it. Uh, follow us on Twitter at New Player Pod, Instagram New Player Pod, our Twitter. Jesse's is J Train Neil. Yeah. I'm Keith King Bay at Twitter. If you want to follow us, my Twitter for the last two weeks has just been uh, retweeting pictures of police brutality and some articles that you can read uh because you know from my <laughs> from where i stand i'm a white guy who needs to educate so there's some of that in there. yeah we all need to be educated we all need to learn and we yeah. all need to yeah, wanna, support and help each other i want to be clear when i say i need to educate i mean myself <laughs> not other people i need That's to educate to educate. myself you didn't even say the sentence correctly yeah needs i'm to a, educate i'm a dumb guy <laughs> anyway fascism sucks yes 100 percent Keith. Jesse. This is New Players Joined. Goodbye. Goodbye.